You're listening to The Rant, episode two with Danny J. Good morning, fellow podcasters. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to your typical fantastic rant. I want to start off by saying sorry. I haven't been able to give you guys the last week's rant. I've been a little under the weather and on bed rest recently, so I had to post this podcast late. Wow, I have so much to talk about today for you guys. I feel like last week or the week I did episode one, I didn't get a whole lot off my chest because I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous, but today I have much to talk about. Okay, so before I jump into this episode, make sure you guys are subscribed and have your notifications on for new episodes every Tuesday. And if you are new to this podcast, well, welcome to the rant. The segments that I will be sharing today are about work chronicles, Victoria's Secret bras, ex-boyfriends, and how date nights are the common key factor to communication. Alright, so the work chronicles from last Tuesday's rant, I want to start off by saying I had a pretty rough week last week. I felt super excited about my podcast, but I didn't feel super excited about work. I had an exam that I wasn't looking forward to. Basically, I studied for this exam and did great in all practice exams. But when I saw the test, I felt like all the things I studied for were not on the test. Let me break this down for you. Have you ever watched a cooking show or baking show and see how the contestants are cooking or baking and the contestant goes, oh my God, I love it. I've been cooking for years and many people love my work. But when it comes to the judges, the judges are commenting or critiquing on every little thing they did. And you're like, what the fuck? I fucking loved it. That's how I felt while taking my exam. I felt like, yeah, I studied. I got this. I'm nervous, but I got this. And the test was basically not what I expected. I was mortified. But honestly, I felt so much better after taking it because I know what to expect when I take it again. Anyways, guess what, guys? So you know how I talked about how my job isn't a gym, but I run around for customers like it is? I had a little, oh my God, I'm about to get fired for this moment at work. (laughs) Because once again, customers come in with the dumbest attitude or disrespectful, rude comments. Aside from that, I messed up my ankle, so it's been difficult for me to walk. Nonetheless, I've just been extremely irritable at work because of how much pain I've been in. So of course, I don't want to walk around as much. So when I'm at the drive-thru and I ask, how can I help you today? And you and the other things you need or you're picking up for more than one person. But wait until I come back to say, oh yeah, I have some other items I need or I'm picking up for more than one person. Now it's a problem because it involves me moving more than once. And then it's like you just disregarded the question I asked. Because if you need more than one thing, then you need to tell me. I hate to pick up items at the drive-thru because customers don't know how to read the directions. It's, It's just a huge problem because now they are holding up the line. The line starts to wrap around the building and next thing you know, I got angry customers yelling at me because he or she been waiting since 2016. I love the nice customers because they ask how I am They're very patient and they are very understanding. I hate rude customers that yell at me because of what the insurance just charges them or he or she thinks it's my fault. Like I wake up and say, ooh, I'm gonna go to work and charge this person $562 today. No, I just work here. And please don't ask me for my help if you're just gonna talk over me and be rude when all I'm trying to do is help. Waste of my time is what it is. LOL. Okay, guys. So I have a kind of funny sort of story. 
So this is for all the girls who go into Victoria's Secret and see cute bras but can't have them because the store doesn't have the size that you can fit or you have to end up ordering online. Seriously, does that make anyone else mad? Whenever I see a cute bra, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to love myself in this. I want it now. I can't wait to buy it. One day, me and my boyfriend went to the mall because I needed new bras. I hate ordering online because I hate waiting forever for the package to come. I've been seeing cute ones on the commercials and I couldn't wait to get the new ones. So at first, I went to Pink and I picked out three cute ones. But the sad part is, I just didn't know if I went up a size and if I did, would they even have my size in stock? So while I'm getting size, she looks and says, hmm. Well, first of all, what does hmm mean? She goes, yeah, we don't have your size here. You may want to try across from us the actual Victoria's Secret store. So I go over and the lady tells me the same thing. We don't have your size here. Well, first of all, who the hell does? She goes, you may want to try online. Why should I have to try online? I want the bra and I need it now. You're the store. Why don't you have the sizes for girls like me in stock? I feel like this should be a law. If you're going up a size that the store usually doesn't have in stock, they should have the bigger sizes in the back or out for display. And not to mention, I checked online and the bras that I saw or wanted weren't even online in my damn size. I went to the one place that never let me down for bras, Burlington or Walmart. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes these stores have cute bras, but also don't have them in my size. But I don't care. I usually find cute ones that are in my size. I still love Victoria's Secret though. Alright, so I want to jump into the next segment, which is called The Terrible Misadventures of the Ex-Boyfriend Blues. I want to talk about how I almost gave up on dating, the ex-boyfriend story. So, in elementary school, I dated this guy named Gerald who just happened to use me to make his ex-girlfriend jealous. He didn't really like me. We were friends at first, but after the whole fiasco, never would I make that decision again. I'm actually friends with his ex-girlfriend to this very day. Now, I'm not going to say middle school was dating central. I'm just going to say that I did have a couple flings with some guys that relationship really didn't even last that long. And then I took two relationships that were serious during that time. So basically I did it this one guy. He was super rude. He was really cute, but he was just super rude to me. It felt like he didn't even like me for the real me. Then I dated another guy. He was doing a little too much. Like he was like, oh, I love you. I'm in love with you. I want to be with you forever and I'm like whoa 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 we haven't even been dating that long like wait you're jumping to the I love you part like what about hey how you doing part or something um then I dated another guy he was just like the last guy basically he's like I love you I'm in love with you kept calling me his last name and buying me gifts it was just too much I felt super suffocated and it was just too much for me to handle and I'm like you know I don't want to be in a relationship like this I basically felt like they were being clingy towards me and I don't like that now one of the relationships I did take serious was this guy named Noah we had an on and off relationship for about four years he moved to another state long distance was super hard turns out I wasn't the only girl he was dating though he also was dating another girl who I did not like because of my damn insecurities and I'm not gonna lie she was hella pretty and guess what he cheated on both of us with each other in a way that we found out was fucking hilarious she was texting him and talking about him and stuff to his cousin which is crazy because his cousin was also my friend and his cousin was the one that told me that they were dating so I was like what we didn't even break up we're still together like I was 
I was fucking shocked. So after I got over that little heartbreak, I dated a guy named Noah. On and off for about mm, another couple of years. And this man cheating whore cheated on me with one of my good friends. She told me that he was dating her while he was dating me. Not to mention we had broken up, got back together the next day. She told me that they were dating. Still. Did I also tell you that in high school he had feelings for my best friend? So, for some strange reason, I found one of my friend's brothers really attractive. We call him Alex. And I was dating him, but I'm guessing the little fucker wasn't dating me. We never saw each other, and when we did, he acted like we weren't even together. Then comes to find out he really just wanted to date my cousin. How fucking convenient. So, now I'm going to jump into my high school year of dating guys. So I met this guy named Jaden before freshman year of high school, but he apparently had a girlfriend at the time. Now, I am not a girl to go chasing after someone that has a girlfriend. It's freshman year, and the word around the halls were between my friends and her friends is that they broke up. Now, I used to have a journal, and I wrote every single thing in it about me and him. One of my friends took my journal and gave it to him, and he didn't even appreciate it. He lost it, and he still basically didn't think I was worthy of dating. He actually started to become a two-timing whore like my last ex, making me feel like he had feelings for me, but was flirting and giving other girls a time of day in my face. He even made me feel like who I was wasn't good enough for him. Towards sophomore year, I was still stuck on him, duh, even though I knew I shouldn't have been. But during that summer, we had talked and text all summer. I was just waiting for him to say how he felt about me. Instead of he broke another girl's heart, on Valentine's Day, to say he was feeling the same way about me. But the gag is, as Kiki Palmer would say, he was talking to another girl too, and he gave her the best gifts. And once again, it made me feel like I didn't mean shit to him. So I thought to myself, it was about that time to move on. At the end of sophomore year, I met another guy, and he was pretty cool actually. His name is Nolan. So the way I met him was by liking one of his Facebooks, to be honest, that is. I thought it was pretty great, but we're not going to get off the talking stage. I wanted a relationship with him, but he just wanted to talk and talk and talk. He made me feel like we were a couple though, but he also, I'm pretty sure he also just wanted sex from me. But at the time, you know, Steve Harvey came out with the book, Think Like a Man, and my favorite page was a 90 day rule. I never thought about giving up anything for no man. Messing around with Nolan, that's all he pretty much wanted from me. And I wasn't down for that. We were spending a lot of time together. Sooner or later, I knew him talking to me and other females, he wasn't going to give that up. And maybe I just wasn't the right girl for him to take home to his mama someday. Please, this crazy girl kept calling me about how he was her man and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, see, I'm not fighting over no dick. Keep his ass, sis. So I dated a guy named Jordan during the summer of junior year. Now, he was not the guy of my dreams, but he sure was yummy. Now here's the thing, we only dated for a month, I believe he wanted to keep me a secret. I'm talking his friends and family didn't even know we was together. But something about him was very strange during the time we were dating. He wasn't just talking to me, he also loved talking to my friend. Oh yeah, did I mention my friend knew him too? And then out of the blue he texted me and said, I think we need to cut it. I have feelings for your friend. And then dude blocked me and my number. Like okay dude. So during that summer, I met another guy named Justin and 
we dated frequently but broke it off to see if this was what we really wanted to be honest so during that year after graduation i met a guy named kai and he was a project but he was also my friend who you know eventually you sort of kind of have feelings for this guy wanted to skip school actually drop out of school and just be in the streets all day he was different from any other guy though he just couldn't decide if he wanted to be a good girl or just be with his ex and do foul disrespectful shit as months went by he came to his senses we actually gave dating a try but it wasn't easy he would break up with me for dumbass reasons he broke up with me the day before thanksgiving can you believe that when he was supposed to meet my parents but he insisted on still remaining friends as if we dated didn't exist so here i am in the friend zone again until he figured out what he wanted again he came back and here i am thinking we could be a thing he came back with nowhere to stay so i opened up my home to him made sure he went to work every day kept money in his pocket and made sure he had food in his stomach like any good girlfriend would towards september 2018 me and my family were moving which you know that means we either have to break up or try the long distance and i just didn't want to go through that so i gave him a way out a choice that you might say he picked we stay together I was shocked as fuck. Like, what? You want to stay together? Okay. So before he moved, no, sorry, before I moved, I asked him one of the questions. Like, do you really think this could work? He's going to come back with a question. Can I live with this girl while you are gone? Excuse me, motherfucker. Can you do what? No, you may not live with another female while I'm gone. We're not talking about I'm going away for a weekend. We're talking about I'm moving to another state. He had the audacity to ask me some shit like that. So after I nicely showed my fist to his face, there was his answer to his ridiculous question. While living in another state, he was already acting like a fuckboy. Wasn't returning my phone calls or text messages, but would be on Facebook, only half-assed text me or call me and never call back. I was, wasn't being crazy or anything. This is why I didn't want to do the long-distance relationship, because I had a feeling this would happen. Two days of me moving out of state and he dumped my ass. Then posted up with the girl he asked me can he live with. Saying how she is the best thing that ever happened to him and he's been in the best relationship. Oh really? So I don't mean shit, huh? Okay. I just want to know, why did I attract fuckboys? What I mean is guys who cheat, love to cheat, suffocating you, and just date you just to hurt your feelings. Why did I attract those type of guys? I didn't want that in my life. I wanted a nice, simple, loving know when the time is right guy romantic knows how to sweep me off my feet like the ones you see in movies not the ones that be like oh i love you let's get married not like cinderella type shit but hey remember that guy i mentioned in the middle of the story well we decided to give it another shot and let's just say this is the best relationship i have ever been in we found our way back to each other and have been happy ever since here's my advice you may go through a bunch of hurdles and stones or maybe even shitty basic fuckboys to get to your soulmate but it's totally worth it. All right, so the very last segments are how date nights are the key factor to communication. I love having date nights, whether it's just a date to the movies, a romantic picnic, a walk along the beach, or maybe even out to dinner. I just love it. I feel like date nights are the best because you get to spend time with your significant other and just focus on your relationship. Every time me and my boyfriend go out, we talk about our day, how we wish we could just stay home and not work, be able to go out and do something fun without being bothered 
And then we get into the key factor of why we were mad at each other the other day. We call it the sit down time. When we just let everything off our chest that irritated one another and how we could just have gone about it in a different way. Trust me, this totally works. Because not only do we feel better, but we aren't holding in so much anger and not feeling like we can't come to each other about our problems. Communication is key. Use your words instead of getting ready to end it or throw it all away because of what you or your partner said. It's great to have common communication during date nights. You can ask questions that you never thought to ask, like, why did you pick me? How am I the special person in your life? It's basically the perfect time to play 21 questions. It's like you're getting to know your partner all over again and have that special spark that would never go away. I see so many relationships end because they didn't communicate or maybe the person felt like all they do is argue and never talk. Because behind closed doors, things change and are very different. Anywho, I'm not going to end this podcast just yet. I want to talk about a certain show that came out in 2017 that is now on Hulu called Shots Fired. It's a fantastic show about police brutality in one town, but how it affects us all. Black Lives Matter and the justice system. The main characters in this show work for the Department of Justice and they figure out that a cover-up is going on and they want to do what's right and put a stop to it. I wish it was that easy during this time because they are not just cops, they are investigators that care. This show only has one season with 10 episodes, so it's a limited series is what the network calls it. With everything going on with the protesting that happened over the summer and with Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, and many more who lives were taken because people felt they were unsafe. And this type of thing is still going on to this very day. This show is perfect because many people who may not know what's going on in the world or feel that they want to make a difference can learn and see by example. Check out some other shows that have episodes about Black Lives Matter such as Grey's Anatomy where Bailey and her husband are talking to her son about what he should do if he ever gets stopped by a police officer. Make sure you keep your hands visible at all times. And if you are to move, let the officer know what you're going to do and what you are grabbing. Comply with the officer and do what is told. Let them know your first and last name and age. We have been living in a crazy world and no matter what we say or do, it seems like things never change. All right, so I'm going to wrap up this podcast with some daily tips that may help you make your day or week much better. Number one, always keep a smile on your face even when you feel things are getting rough at work or at home. You don't want everyone in your business. Number two, if you're having a rough day, talk about it to your best friend, partner, or maybe even your family if you feel like you can't bottle it up anymore. Three, always stay true to yourself. No one should be able to make you feel outshined. Four, Know what you want to order for lunch (laughs) before lunchtime comes because nothing is more stressful than being hangry at work. I know sometimes I forget, especially when I oversleep. Five, live in the moment. Six, just be yourself. Seven, be happy. Eight, don't forget to call or text your loved ones. Even if you are too busy, just shoot a text saying I love you. Nine, remember communication is key. And ten, look forward to new episodes every Tuesday. All right, all right, all right. It is time to wrap it up. Catch me again next Tuesday where you don't want to miss episode three, the rant, very merry Christmas special on my whole high school experience and how I had feelings for my now down south best friend when I moved to Georgia. Guys, like I said, make sure you are subscribed and have your notifications on so you don't miss every episode of the week on Tuesdays. 
This goes for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and any other listening platforms. And like I said at the beginning, I am so sorry that I didn't post last week's rant. I've been sick, under the weather, and just in bed rest, which I'm about to go do right now. Jump right back in my bed right after this. All right, catch you guys next week. 